On today's episode of Scoreboard, we discuss UFC 259, fight recap, and what's next for the fighters. We also talk about the big trade, Blake Griffin going to the Brooklyn Nets, and how that changes the Nets team. Some NBA midseason awards, and much, much more. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Scoreboard. A lot of stuff happened over this past weekend, right, Jane? Ooh, what a card on a UFC. Three championship fights? Man. Yep. It's like UFC 259. Yeah. Yes. I I would say the biggest card so far in the first three months of the year. Mm-hmm. For you sure. know one thing I noticed? I feel like this wasn't even hype enough. To me, it didn't yeah, feel they, hype. Mm-hmm. They lagging on that end. Yeah, they have not been doing a good job with with promotions, for sure. They need to promote. Also, like, one of the factors is that these fighters are not really good promoters as well, right? Like, if Conor McGregor <laughs> is selling a fight versus if, like, you know, Jan Blachowicz is selling a fight, that makes a lot of difference. That's true. <laughs> but still, but on a UFC side, I haven't really hear much about it. Like, if you're a big UFC fan, yeah, but, like, the casual viewers, yeah, I didn't see much about it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely. But beyond that, let's get into the fights that happened. The main event, main event of UFC 259. Jan Blachowicz defeated Israel Adesanya uh, in a five-round main event for the light heavyweight championship. What did you think of the fight? I thought it was a very peaceful fight. I don't know, for some reason, it felt so calm. Very technical. Yes, uh, like... Back mm-hmm. to the one, two, three, tackle one, two, three. It felt safe. Right. I think Yasanda realized that his style uh, of fighting didn't work against uh, Blokovic. Right, yeah. And uh, and so it, it he couldn't really strike that much because when he took him to the ground, it was just over. He had him on the ground for like three whole minutes. Yeah. And the the thing is, he did not really do anything there on the ground. He just, like, held him there. He used which, his weight. He used his weight, which, first of all, now we know John Jones versus Israel Adesanya is a crazy fight. John Jones will maul him. Yeah. And, like, Jan Blakovich is not even a wrestler. So if, if he, like, fights against someone like John Jones, who is, like, a wrestler, you know. And a striker. It's not going to be. And a striker. It's not going to be a good night for uh, Israel Adesanya. So I'm glad those conversations are over. Uh, that that was the surprising part to me. Like the striking for the fight was even for the most for the most part to me. But yes. the, the, the just the wrestling made a difference. And he wasn't really doing anything in wrestling. He just held him. So. That's why I was pretty shocked when <laughs> they gave him the win. I thought it was going to be a draw because I felt like it was pretty even, right. in my opinion. But yeah. I see why they gave it to him. Well, he had him on the ground yeah. for two rounds, just yep. know, basically sitting on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I It's it's crazy that... So Israel weighed in at 201 pounds. Barely. And yeah, yeah. and Bla- Blachowicz was 220. So mm-hmm. there was a huge difference in weight. And that showed that... In these big division, like the upper divisions, like the your size matters a lot. Like it's not like bantamweight and featherweight, you know. I would say your son, uh, for him, his speed was the advantage mm-hmm. in the first three rounds until he took it to the ground. But 
like I said, it was a very safe fight, in my opinion. Yeah. I think at right. the end, they was mm-hmm. talking friendly. He, for me, this was a <laughs> humble loss for Yasanda, to be honest. Just a, Adesanya, yeah. 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 Very, uh, just a humble loss, but uh, it was it was a good fight all around. It was a good fight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good good fight. Good technical fight. Um, uh, it, it would be... I would be surprised if uh, Israel comes back to the light heavyweight division. I think for now his light run for the second title and all. I I don't think he should focus on that. I think he should go back to the middleweight division and defend his belt with the upcoming challenger. And Jan is probably going to defend against um, someone from light heavyweight. I think Israel will probably face either Darren Till or Glover Teixeira. So we'll see. I will say this for him. It It exposed his weakness. This fight with wrestling, yeah, yes, yeah, because if he takes, if someone takes him to the ground and they are very good at grappling, basically mm-hmm. the fight is not his. So yeah, yep, he learned that, something from that, this fight. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely was a good one to for his opponents to add to their game. Yeah, against Israel. How about Amanda Nunes, though? I mean, I don't know. That was of a fight. <laughs> she could have literally walked her baby. Her baby could have fought and and won. <laughs> it was just so easy. She didn't even break a sweat. She did not break a sweat. Yeah. yeah, she did not. Amanda Nunes won with a TKO in the first round. Um, Man. W- <laughs> How, that fight was so quick. I'm tell- it was, yeah. I remember a friend was texting me. I turned my head. All I heard was ding, 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 ding. I said, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. It was but, a quick one. I, she, she has to be up there with the greatest of all time in the UFC. Oh, Hands yeah. Down. For 12 sure. fights she, in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 12 fights in a row. She hasn't lost since like 2014 or some mm-hmm. ridiculous year. Yeah. I yes. I would put her in the greatest of all time period. She is definitely the greatest female fighter of all time. But yes. I would put her in the, the men's as well. Like amongst the men. <laughs> Right, I like just, who? Who is like John Jones, GSP, Amanda Nunes? I I would say these are the three people. Yeah, dominating, dominating, yeah. in a such fashion. Like, that, what's the last time when she went? When's the last time she went to like a second round? Her last. So fight, if though. you remember, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was she fought Jermaine uh, Durandamy, where she just wrestled mm-hmm. one of the fights. If you remember, that was the one which, which went all five rounds. Because Jermaine is a good striker as well. And That's true. She's kind of a one-dimensional fighter. So she's like Israel Adesanya. She can't wrestle. So Amanda just wrestled with her and won that one. She actually <laughs> bled. That's the first time I saw her yeah. bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, she does bleed. <laughs> she is human. But I don't know. Like, yeah. what's next for her, to be honest? Like, does she have to prove herself anymore? No. No. It's There are no people left. She, like, beat everyone up. There's no one Man. left, so that's. <laughs> you hear crazy stories. She's only, she's... yeah. I was like, you hear crazy yeah. stories over the weekend. Like, okay, she could beat anyone now. Can she fight a man? I was just like, come on now. <laughs> it's a reason why we separate ourselves yeah. for a reason, right? But and she just imagine she just jump, and she beats a yeah. man. It's you oh hands down the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. No debate. No debate. Yeah, for sure. She. I mean. Maybe not like Holloway and all those, but she can beat some of the guys. Yeah, she course. can beat some guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I know she could beat me up, so I'm not going to say nothing to her. <laughs> yeah, this Megan Anderson girl is not 
obviously like championship material she only got this fight because there's no one left <laughs> not that she i mean i'm not being you know i don't want to be mean but that's the reality you're being true because when she lost she still had a smile on her face she was like thank you for beating my ass yeah i, I made history <laughs> right <laughs> uh-huh. so, so i guess yeah that's all around they both won she won because her name would be in history for getting her ass whipped by amanda nunez and nunez mm-hmm. is just like okay what's next for me i dominate right yeah mm-hmm. so we let's see how, what, what's next for nunez he she's defending she's the only one who is defending both titles yes both belts like conor mcgregor did not do it your favorite fighter daniel cormier did not do it <laughs> <laughs> and, but you know yeah she's doing it mm-hmm. so and at dominating. a high standard yeah just yeah. At a high standard what's next i don't know <laughs> Dana White yeah. got to search deep for the next fighter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Ain't nobody on the list. Maybe maybe two two versus one. Maybe two two girls versus Amanda. Just imagine they do that <laughs> and she wins. <laughs> I'm like, that would be a yeah. sad day in history. I, you, you know what? Like, I know people will say I'm crazy the way that fight ended. But I would not mind if somehow they can get back Cyborg against Nunes. That's strategy. Yes, Cyborg. like Cyborg got mm-hmm. knocked out, but Cyborg was very reckless in the first fight. That's what I think. I agree because she came out, she had a game plan. Then when she got in the ring, it's like everything went out yeah. the window. She went full yep. force, just swinging, 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 and she got yep. caught. Yeah. So mm-hmm. th- that was basically whoever gets caught first loses, yeah. and Cyborg got caught first. So, man, did she get caught? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Third title fight of the night was uh, Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. Unfortunately, yeah, first fight in the history of UFC that ended, a title fight that ended with a DQ loss. Illegal Mm -hmm. knee. Yeah. It was weird. That fight, Sterling came out excited. I don't think he, I think his game plan for other fights did not work with him, with uh, Jan, Mm -hmm. Jan. Yeah, Yane was like, okay, I could tell you never been here before, so let me teach you a lesson. I'm going to calm down, <laughs> back, 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 punch right. you with the one-two. Then, man, those leg kicks he did, brought mm-hmm. him to the floor with ease, with ease. Sterling yeah. was so happy. For for a minute, I felt like he didn't know how to walk anymore because every minute he was on his ass. <laughs> yeah, too too much. He was yeah. just like lying down with his... <laughs> I was like, that's how I play on the video games. Like, I just yeah. <laughs> constantly fall down. But <laughs> that, y- yeah. Go ahead. Jan was looking real comfortable in there in the later rounds. I don't know why he need him. Like, why would you do such thing like that? Like, you, he would have won the fight. Well, the they're fight saying went. that um, he looked over to his corner and asked. They said, go ahead. And he did it. But it was weird because oh. the referee was saying that, oh, his knee is down, right. his knee is down. Because you could see yeah. him, he looking over at his corner, and it was like, go ahead and, you know, game over. Right. Yeah. that Just a freak. I don't know. It doesn't look like he did it on purpose. I definitely think it's a miscommunication thing. Like yeah. he prob- But as a fighter, you need to know the rules. Like, how are you the champion and don't know the rules of the of the game? Uh, you know, you I can, like maybe yeah. with the language barrier, I'll say I'll give him that. But yeah, as I do agree with you, you should know the rules. And people are giving Sterling a hard time because you know this the scene he put on the in right. the cage. 
hey, like I don't want, I don't want it this way. Right. The next minute you see on Twitter, he's smelling with the belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of people think he yeah. was faking it, but I was like, no. If you yeah. take a knee to the head like that, oh yeah, nah, you yeah. don't fight. I know you. Got I mean, percussion. even yeah, but even see, that's the thing which is like beyond. I don't get. No matter if he has a concussion or not, it's an illegal move. It should not be allowed, and you mm-hmm. should be DQ disqualified. Like it's not street fighting, right? Like it has rules. So yep. if you're if say if you're using an illegal move, like no matter how the opponent feels, you should be disqualified. So I don't well, even know why people say like stuff like that. Well, you know how <laughs> it is. Like in a cage, they want you to be as tough as possible. If your arm is broken off, still fight with that arm in your hand swinging. <laughs> You yeah. got to be an animal in a, in a <laughs> right. cage. Yeah. But I feel like it was really ridiculous when even some pro fighters are saying, oh, you're a coward. You won the belt like right. that. You didn't say nothing. I'm just like, yeah. come on now. It's not yeah. his fault. It was a clean no, knee to the head. It was not like it was a half a knee. It was a whole knee yep. to the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what I hate? Another thing is the post-fight interviews in things like this like mm-hmm. why are you interviewing him like he was crying and you know like he's full of emotions he's half concussed mm-hmm. dude come on like don't interview someone like this <laughs> well you know he said he won i get his i get his joe rogan but i mean at the end of the day you came and counted 10 correctly so i don't even know why you're talking but yeah the usc <laughs> side they want you to talk because you know it's money everything is yeah money, but yeah I don't, it just seems weird because the whole scene you put on the cage, you were saying like, oh, I don't want to win it like this. I don't want to win like this. Did you talk to Joe Rogan? You repeat the same thing. Right. A few minutes yeah. er- uh, later, you on Twitter smiling with the belt in your hand. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah, was just like, come on now. Fishy. It's, it's kind of yeah. weird. But I'm glad he's doing good yeah. because that was serious. Yeah. 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 That definitely. Fighter safety is the most important thing. Definitely. They so should get a rematch. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they will. They will as soon as possible. Whenever they're both fed, they will. But moving on, uh, moving on to the NBA, uh, the Brooklyn Nets did sort of a a big trade, sort of, I say. Not a major trade, but yeah. Because Blake Griffin ain't nobody exciting to watch lately. Yeah. (laughs) If this was in 2015 then this would be a different story. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but in 2021 still nevertheless before let's 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 hear you Jane. Let's how do you feel about this Blake Griffin to the Nets situation? I mean like LeBron is 36. Do you need all these people to <laughs> to take down LeBron James? But all seriousness, I feel like for the Brooklyn Nets it's a good move because they do need help in the paint. I feel like when Blake Griffin is a hundred percent, he is dangerous. So right. and he and he add Arsenal to his weapon. He's a good three point shooter that definitely mm-hmm. helps the Nets on the outside. But also the paint is the main problem with the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So Blake Griffin addition to the team is is actually good, very good. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Blake Griffin. <laughs> I so when I when I heard about this one I was thinking like what how does it ha- like how should I look at it mm-hmm. Blake Griffin doesn't provide any defense like he's not a defensive player <laughs> Blake Griffin has not dunked in the last two years mm-hmm. believe it or not because of injuries <laughs> the last okay. yeah the last time he dunked a basketball was in 2019 and wow. Detroit Pistons paid him 74 million to buy out his contract 
So they basically said, we are paying you 74 million to not play for us. <laughs> they said, please, please. So, leave with your trouble. Yeah. Please. And, and go ahead, sir. Yeah. yeah, so I I don't I do think that people are like thinking people have fond memories of him playing in the Clippers and you know performing at that level. He's definitely not that same player. Mm-hmm. But the way I look at it is that his salary, do you know how much he got? he's on a veterans minimum? Isn't like so 1. his salary 5? Yeah, so he earns the same amount of money as Jared Dudley. Now, if you see, would you rather have Dudley or Griffin? Griffin. Then it starts to make sense. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely Griffin. Dudley's yeah. Look like a cartoon character. <laughs> he ain't done nothing for us lately. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I feel like a little bit. I feel like I feel jealous in a way because I remember. <laughs> it's, I, I know this is old news. When the Lakers were trying to get uh, Chris Paul. The NBA intervened and said, oh, it's not fair how these big market teams oh, yeah. are dominating. And now the Nets are just adding more firepower yeah. to their arsenal. I think, yeah, I think the late great David Stern was mm-hmm. more of a, like he, he, he was like, he was a balancing act. He wanted to be, everyone to be like a neutral force and not have one team be a major superpower or other. I don't think... Adam Silver cares that much. He yeah. let the Warriors happen. He let the Nets happen. I don't think Harden should have been allowed to go to the Nets in the At first all. place. Makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like no, they want, no one saw a problem with it because KD is not at 100%. And if KD don't yeah. come back 100% after the All-Star game, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are in trouble. Yeah. And Kyrie was doing his antics and, you know. All yeah. that sort of stuff. So <laughs> no, he take time off when he want to. But oh no, he's a yeah. good player. I'm not gonna really bash him that much. But yeah, he's a good yeah, player yeah. when he's present. Mm-hmm. So Blake Griffin will be interesting to say the least. Um, he so his apparently they have already talked about his position, his role, and all that. He's he's gonna be the small ball center of the bench. Or oh my gosh, he's either. I mean, he's gonna be a four if. When he's playing four, or when when needed, he would be a small ball, a small ball five off the bench. So that's interesting. So he's gonna be backing up Joe Harris. That's what you're saying. That's no, you said small backing forward. up, uh, backing up KD. So KD plays at four now because they play Harden at one, Kyrie okay. at two, Joe Harris at three, KD at four, and DeAndre Jordan at five. That's how they play. Mm, okay, because KD's not in lineup. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's That's gonna be KD's backup, or yeah. If the Nets could stay healthy going into the playoff, then I'll be like, oh yeah, they're definitely favored to win. But right now, I don't put them as my favorite because health is involved. Mm-hmm. Kyrie constantly take off game because back spasm and KD is yeah. not really a hundred percent yet. So. We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do feel though that. Do okay. Before I say something, do you think Utah Jazz is a fluke? <laughs> um, <laughs> I must say no. I think they've been very okay. consistent. Even last season, they were consistent. It's just that okay, some around the playoff, they forget how to play. Yeah, they blew a three-one lead as well. Yeah. People don't mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. I think, yeah, the Jazz is just that team that they make the playoff, but they don't go that far in the playoffs. So I won't say it's a fluke. (laughs) Yeah. They're like kind of like the the last decades 
like sons or mm -hmm. like you know the like sons, sons would always be it. there yep. yeah <laughs> yeah i i i do i do think they can i don't know if they would win the west but i think they will be like top three for sure i said utah could talk right now like the sons are not 100 <laughs> percent. the lakers are not 100 yeah. percent. the warriors yep. you know they're the warriors then yeah. Denver even have right. issues right now, so I feel like e okay they got the even top the Clippers spot. are not yeah, yeah the Clippers are not hundred percent so it makes sense they at the top but like I said when it, the main part is like the playoff season and we will see yeah mm -hmm. for sure for sure all right um, moving on on Sunday there was also this All Star game held during this global pandemic. <laughs> you know the ironic <laughs> about that? They gave a shout-out to the nurses. I said, how you give a shout-out to the nurses? And you know they'll pro they'd rather have you guys at home. Yeah, that but, is. <laughs> but y'all was like, okay, but we're going to still play, but we thank yeah. you guys. <laughs> so, okay. It's all about that, that dollar bills. I it's guess so, but money. that didn't make sense. But anyways... The it's not game even was that pretty. Fun. It was not. Yeah. I said the only fun part was seeing this cheat code you call Steph Curry constantly making threes. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. I feel it was it was so easy. I feel like at the second round in the three point contest, he said, Let me try to make it interesting. Let me miss some. Yeah. To give right. <laughs> Mike Conley some hope. <laughs> but besides he, that, it was it yeah. was nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that three point contest was crazy. Even in the in the All Star game, they they no one does defense or anything. They're just like it's like a shoot around, <laughs> tele Definitely. televised shoot around. It's no <laughs> way in hell Giannis goes sixteen for sixteen <laughs> if they play strong defense yeah. on him. If Giannis goes sixteen for sixteen in a real NBA game, it's over. Anyone, oh, yeah. everyone can just wrap it up. That's it. <laughs> you already know it's fake. He didn't go to the free throw line. And we know if he went to the free throw line, yeah. he's definitely not going two for two <laughs> yeah. at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. And some they need of the to, star players yeah. didn't want to play because they, their hearts wasn't yeah. really in it. And they yeah. didn't with injuries. Yep. LeBron checked out in the halftime and never came yeah, back in the game. <laughs> he said, my, my, my old bones, I need to relax, but. Yeah, I feel like the only player who was playing their heart out was Kyrie Irving from the gate. I yeah. saw this from the yeah, gate. Yeah, for sure. He said, "I want that Kobe yeah. award so bad." But <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, he was, and he was like, he was, he kind of looked mad too when people were just standing around. He was like, yeah. "Dude, at least do something." <laughs> as much as people give him a hard time, but when it's time to put on a show, he does give us a show. Oh yeah. So I was yeah. kind of disappointed because I really wanted to be some form of entertainment also like a actual a battle actual game. like last right. year but this year no yeah we got spoiled by the last year's game last yeah. year was so much fun <laughs> it's, it's something what something tells me like did they do it just because you know the great like kobe bryant you know the whole thing but this yeah. one i was just like hmm interesting it was like yeah. it was no energy <laughs> you don't see the poetic in anything it was just bland but yeah. I said the good thing about it, they gave a spotlight to um, historical black colleges. So, you know. Oh, yeah. That was a good thing. Yeah. Not, not, I don't think KD's team would be happy, but. Oh, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, my scholarship money each quarter is just going away because they're not trying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'll be pissed. Yeah. But 
it it was it was interesting. Cause there ain't really nothing on right now, so it was interesting. Yeah, right. I'll say, but yeah, they they need to like do something about the game to make it interesting, though. I don't know. I don't know. This is, is not fun. It's not. Yeah. Then you have these old timers who are so jealous, don't know how to score nothing in a dunk contest. It was just so bland, yeah. like bland chicken. It was just, it was no flavor, no seasoning. It was yeah. not present. <laughs> these, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I apologize to all the Gen Z people who are NBA fans who are listening Man. to the show. You have not seen real dunk contest in your life. This is nothing. Like all I these people who are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like that Gordon judge judging thing that like pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. Even John Rant tweeted, you see why I didn't want to participate. Look at this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Like Obi's dunk was, it was good for what it is, mm-hmm. but he got a low score. I was just like, come on now. Yeah. The, the other dunk from the, I forgot his name from the Portland. Uh, Simons? Port- yeah, Anthony Simons. From, Simons? Yeah, yeah, from Portland Trailblazer. All he did was jump super high, caught the ball, and dunk it. And then caught, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it's... Like, it, I don't care about your verticals. Do something with it. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. <laughs> they don't have any flair. It's There's no flair. Like, Anthony Simons tried a good one where he tried to kiss the rim in the last one. That would have been a good one. Oh, yeah, But he, he did not kiss it. He yeah. bust his lip for no for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was I like to say it was interesting. It was good for what it is. I just wish the NBA players were really into it, like how the fans are. I get yeah. it, it's a pandemic, but like just roll with the punches because everybody else is doing it. Just roll with the punches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I guess we can give them a pass this year and see how what how it is next time. Hopefully. Right. So as the first first half of the NBA season is over, we are entering the second half of the shortened season. I wanted to know some of your takeaways of the first half so far. So okay. how about you tell me who your... Okay, go ahead. You, you want to say something? Go okay. Ahead. I'll say my favorite player... Just going to dive right into it. My favorite player to okay. watch. I know everyone was going to say Anthony Davis. He is. But... I'm gonna say Christian Wood. <laughs> I'm gonna say Christian Wood. It was exciting right, before he got injured. Okay. Before he got injured, he was super mm-hmm. excited to watch. Um, when James Harden was on the team, that was his mm-hmm. to go person. He could shoot. Right. He's good in the paint. He could block. He was just mm-hmm. everywhere. So I'll say he was my favorite player to watch before he got injured. Underrated player, I'll say Westbrook. I'm very disappointed in his performance. So far, hopefully he'll pick it up in the second half of the season. You mean underperforming? Like someone yeah. who's underperforming? Yeah. Okay. To me. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you take over. I'll say the last two later. All right. Favorite athlete so far for me has been Jokic to me. Okay. To fun, most fun to watch. I think he has. he is doing everything that is humanly possible in the Denver Nuggets. He has been making plays he has been getting buckets he has been you know assisting pick and roll anything you name it he has been (laughs) yeah he is holding the load down in denver yeah so he he has been fun to watch and i loved how he was having so much fun in the all-star game as well with the honest and all that (laughs) he just have a fun attitude yeah so (laughs) so i like him so far i don't i i don't think he will be in the mvp conversation because of how bad the nuggets are playing but 
um underperforming player i so i got a little confused i thought we were talking about the underrated players yeah and i think i miss misheard yeah but so my i'm gonna tell you the underrated player i didn't i didn't think of an under like performing player i think the underrated player for this season to me was tobias harris oh okay i think yeah i think like no one is talking about him but if you look at his stats he has been doing pretty well he is i would say the third best player in the sixers Really? In the current I think team. I'll, ha- I'll have him as second over Ben Simmons. Obviously, Embiid yeah. is number one. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. you could say that. I was saying at worst he's the third best player. Okay, like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, and you know, so he's and I don't see him being you know like he was not at all in the conversation of being an all star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that really shows. <laughs> uh, these votings, man, I don't get it. But you know, it's, it's politics. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, who is the overrated player athlete this overrated? Hmm. Because I got mixed up. I had to come up. Yeah, you did the overperforming. Let's yeah. hear. Let's hear your overperforming one. Okay. Let's see the over, overperforming. Overrated. Athlete. I will say. Overrated. No. Who did you have for the overperforming one? Underperforming. Like I had Westbrook. And the overperforming. Overperforming. This is no overrated. Yeah, who, overrated? who do you have? Overrated. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let me tell you mine. My overrated athlete is D'Angelo Russell this season. Like okay. I heard so so much stuff about Cat and D'Angelo Russell being the duo, and you know, and they are dead last in the West right now. But granted, th- they have been injured. Yeah, and COVID related to COVID and all but I mean you can see the records when they play they're not been playing well like D'Angelo Russell I don't I think it's a good riddance that you know Lakers got rid of him Warriors got rid of him it's I think I I don't I don't think he's he's going anywhere with his I don't know what's going on he is basically their main guy he's the playmaker he's the point guard in this Timberwolves and he's just a fashion model at this point yeah with his like headband up over his dreadlocks, which I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one. I think mine would be right. Siakam. Pascal Siakam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I think... Definitely. I don't know. I've, I like, I thought that, like, coming out the bubble, I, I'll blame his performance was because of the bubble, you know, the pressure mm-hmm. and, you know, mental right. and all that. But, I'll, like, since the season started, I feel like he hasn't been the Pascal Siakam we know of when he had yeah. Kawhi on his team the most improved pair, player two years yeah. ago yeah and yeah. when he got that big contract he, it felt like he was supposed to be the number one guy now it's Van Bleek yeah. <laughs> to me he's just yeah. I don't know he haven't been there it's just yeah. some games he's there and the other games he's not and he's he missing was, wide to open me, he was supposed yeah oh yeah he was supposed to be like the like next in line after Kawhi Leonard left like it was his team mm-hmm and that never happened. So, yeah, Raptors have been disappointing this season. I feel like the only person that's holding that team down is, like I said, Van Vliet. Van Vliet, yep. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, injuries with him, and yeah. Sockham is not really, you know, he hasn't showed up. Yeah, yeah. OG some, has been playing well, too. Oh, OG yeah. is decent. OG and Anobi has been But sometimes well. he be having games. Well, I'm yeah. not going to say that. He has injuries, too. Injuries then. You know, coming back from like a long yeah. halt is hard yeah. to you know get back into it. But 
They're surviving sure. so far. They're afloat in the east. If it was in the yeah. west, that'd be a different story. But in the east, they yeah. they're there. <laughs> Yeah, they. I think they'll they make it, but I don't think they go far in the playoffs. Nah, no. Yeah. Okay. What about athlete that's next up? Next up, as in like the who would be big in yeah. future? Okay. I I mean I I would say the easy option the easy answer to it is Lamelo Ball, but that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I would also I would also put in James Wiseman in there. Okay. After Lamelo, I mean, obviously Lamelo has been the rookie of the season, but if if I keep him separate, I would say like James Wiseman is a great pickup. I in 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 like the age of current modern basketball, like being an agile big man is really important, and mm-hmm. I think like James Wiseman is a big guy who can move fast, you know, who can handle the ball, who can defend, who can like be a good presence in the post. So I think. He he can be he needs to work on his game for sure, but he can be a good asset in future for the Warriors. Since Lamelo Ball is an easy pick, I'm gonna go with Zach mm-hmm. Levine. The guy yeah. has been balling, mm-hmm. and he is putting his stamp in the NBA. It, it sucks that his record, the Bulls' record, is not really showing how much he's put into the team. But right now, mm-hmm. I'll put Zach Levine. He he literally earned his way back to the top. When yeah. he was traded to the team, you know, Timberwolves mm-hmm. low-key, I would say quit on him because he had a knee injury, but he came back right. at top and he's he's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with you. I think Bulls just need like one veteran player who is okay. like, you know, someone like Chris Paul guy yeah. who is a good veteran presence in the locker room. And I think Bulls are, Bulls can like be a good like team, you know, like the the f- number four to number eight eastern team you know mm-hmm. kind of like the pacers are always yeah i think they they could be that team too they are fun to watch this year yeah because even kobe white is he's there but he's not quite there to be the number two guy next to yeah zach levine zach levine yeah mm-hmm. so that makes sense cool this was a great roundup of the first half of the season and yeah we would obviously revisit n- maybe next show we sh- it's it's probably time to do the MVP picks. Oh, so yeah. that's what we're going to do next week since <laughs> the first half of the season is up. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. So, to close out to close the show, uh uh I wanted to close out with offside report where we talk about two to a couple of stories around the world related to sports that go under the radar. So, what do you have for us, Jane? I have one that I feel like every sneakerhead knows the story already. Uh, but I feel like it needs to be amplified even louder. How many times you woke up on a Saturday morning and you open that Nike app? And that every Jordan <laughs> that Jordan <laughs> shoe you want so bad. And you put it in a checkout box and it says sold out. Well, according right. to news, uh, Ann Harbor, who is a VP at Nike, she resigned couple of weeks ago mm. she's been working for this company for 20 25 years oh, so wow. her son have like a, a business he decided Ooh, to get into spicy. the shoe business yeah <laughs> <laughs> he decided to get into the shoe business this fool used his mom's company card to purchase oh, so much nike shoes on a discount prices discount price then right. he'll resell it at a ridiculous yep. price and you wonder wow. why 
that shoe every you single drop yeah you don't get it and i yep. just always wonder like nike what the hell is going on yeah wow and he probably has some early access to it too if, oh yeah you know, he, his, they yeah. said he he would pay people 250 dollars to get the ends of out of what shoe to look Damn. out for what shoes to buy or what shoes to you know mark up the price on so wow that that's nike crazy. shoe you want that's 180 you go on stock x it's like two thousand dollars or you go to one of these flight sh- stores yeah. now marrow's and you go in it's yeah. three thousand dollars that's yep, insane. that's the reason why they are the reason why so she stepped down now that's good yeah she stepped down but it's still investigation going on i feel like they should be arrested because how many people cry on a saturday morning yeah for that shoe <laughs> you wanted and you can't get yeah that's that's insane that is crazy good good for nike that they took this step yeah what you got all right so tokyo olympics have, are thinking of a, uh, an interesting decision because of the global pandemic that we have ongoing and we all know that tokyo olympics were postponed from last summer to this yes. summer uh, so they are thinking of not allowing any foreign fans in the Olympics. Oh. So only Japanese fans will be allowed. And that's a big, big thing. It has never happened. But don't they get an advantage when you have a home audience compared to other athletes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean, the reasoning is I get it that uh, people from all around the world will come and, you know, not everyone is vaccinated and all, which I get one part, but I think it mm-hmm. it it uh, affects local economy, right? Like people's businesses and all. Like they were banking on the the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. it's a one in once in four year event, and a lot of local businesses and shops want to do good business and all that kind of stuff. So it's a hard time, but it would be interesting to see what I I I think there's going to be a lot of backlash. Oh yeah, about that. that. If they do that. I don't know. I feel like the fans make the Olympics fun to see the fans cheer on for their home country. Then when they see their team lose, yeah. you see the passion these fans have for these athletes. Right. I don't know. They need to need to get it together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What else do you have, Jane? Because it's International Women's Month. So I have one story. Don Sterling, who's the coach of Temple Uni- she was the coach of Temple University university okay when she was a coach did you know that she was also a six-time she no sorry she was also a WNBA player so she was doing two jobs at the same time playing professionally yeah playing professionally also coaching a university team and the crazy thing is is that allowed i didn't know it was allowed you know, us women, we like to balance everything. We 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 can do it all. She <laughs> multitask. But it also yeah. shows that for her to do two jobs, the pay the pay gap between women and men. Oh and yeah. All. So, but also I just want to know that just let everybody know that how she's able to juggle two things to be dominant in the WNBA, six time world champion, and also have a successful coaching career at Temple at during that time Temple University. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. We could do it all, man. If yeah. I I hope it's legal, but it's amazing <laughs> nevertheless. I think it is. The the WMA season yeah. is short, so once it's yeah. over, you know, she Yeah, can do it. I mean yeah. I, I wonder more about the NCAA than the mm-hmm. WNBA because you know how NCAA is with 
But she was the, the coach. Stuff. She was not a player. She was a coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Coaches definitely get preferential treatment for sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. what's your last story? All right. In the honor of Women's International Women's Day, I also had maybe not as positive story, okay. but Wisconsin state lawmakers seek to ban transgender athletes from participating in the state sports, citing mm-hmm. that it makes unfair for women, biological women, mm-hmm. to be competing against transgender women. Mm. And they have proposed this law last week and they're hoping that it passes in the state Senate so that it could be it could be in effect. I don't know. This this whole this transgender sports thing has been very controversial. It is. It is. I have my feelings towards it. But (laughs) I like I said, is. I, I'm all open for everyone to be. To, I accept everyone. I want everyone to participate, but yeah, I do agree. At some, at a some sense, it is advantage. It is advantage right. to women who are transgender, biological women. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I mean, I feel that like, why not make two more categories, like trans men, trans women, and men and women, like biological, or. You know? We can put all of them in together. <laughs> it's just, that's a big, brick brick bay idea. It is. That's the only way you can solve the problem. Is because at the end of the day, right? You know, you can't, and make it you, unisex division. Yeah. So they have something like yeah. that in the Olympics, though. It's a men and women relay race. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's they have one in tennis too. It's called mixed doubles. Mm-hmm. They have um. So if they do something game. like that. <laughs> we can solve all this problem. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I'm gonna be right there. Yep. Yeah. This is a hard problem to solve, but yeah, we'll leave that to the lawmakers, I guess. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jane. This was fun. Um, in the next episode, make sure you have the MVP pick, and I'll make sure I have mine. And yeah, we will. I think mine's gonna be a no-brainer. But I'm going to spice it up so it can be different it's, for audience sake. I, and I hope it's not LeBron. No. Because you're going to be disappointed if it's LeBron. No, it's not LeBron. <laughs> Honestly, right now, I can't say LeBron just because yeah. how the Lakers are playing right now. I cannot say LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I will see you in two weeks then. All right. Goodbye.